0: It's a Mophobes Day, everybody. Everybody loves a Mophobes Day, except for Mophobes. You're listening to This Ain't Iowa, Volume 2. Phobes, you're reg- your regular Benji Bronk. Right when we start the show, put the music on. That's when you come barreling into the studio. Can you guys hear me at all? Yes. Yeah, we got you. Okay. Yeah, we just uh, we just we were gonna start the show, get some small talk uh, without you, but right on cue, you uh uh you made it just under the wire. Uh, hi everybody, welcome. Thanks for listening to the show. It's me, it's Tony, and it's Mophobes. Mophobes, coming in hot off a an HOA board meeting. What's going on in the community, bro?
1: Well, it wasn't an HOA. It was a community meeting on a new project um, at the at our local community center. It was like the first uh, 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 the first community meeting about this project. But we did get a notification to the HOA about whether or not we supported it, and uh, which was interesting because it literally provided no information. Just the name of the place. It was like permanent supportive housing, and they're like, "Do you support this?" And a, a picture of the land that it's going to be at. So it was interesting that, um, of course, I, I heard there was all kinds of scuttle and next door. I avoided that like the plague. Um,
0: Wait a minute. So this isn't like when you said community meeting. It's not like for your complex, like where you live. This is just something that's happening in, in your neighborhood? neighborhood. Yes. You're, you're yes. a real fucking busybody. What now? What the other people that go to? It's I don't on know board. one. I'm on the town I don't know, board. Okay, so this was required for you because it's part of the town board
1: or you just went because you feel like you're you're part of the. Well, I got a notice that it was happening and mm-hmm. so I went so that I could get the community sentiment so when it does come in front of the board, I can kind of uh, gauge uh, gauge what that's going to be like.
0: What do you think the what would you say the age group of everybody else in the room was other than you? if you had to ballpark
1: it? Uh, I mean there was different stratifications there was definitely the you know I, I they made sure we knew how long they lived in the neighborhood you know 20 30 40 years for some of them and then there was some there was a, a younger contingent as well um I mean I think it was fairly spread out um I I, I mean, have a theory probably 60 per maybe you know 60% over 50 40% under 50
0: OK, that I I feel like maybe that that I don't know if that's 100 percent true. But listen, you were there. I wasn't. So I'm going to take your word for it. I have to say that I have always felt like these like the HOA boards and these community boards and stuff like that. I liken those to politics in that I truly believe that the people who enter these organizations have it in their mind that like I am going to. To go in there and I'm going to clean this shit up. They need somebody like me to show them that what they've been doing is bullshit. They need the young blood, but absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And they all just become a corrupt, uh, you know, pieces of this uh, of this giant Illuminati puzzle. Do you feel like that's probably true?
1: And um, are you going to is that what you're going for? no I, I look i it's i commun- i participate in my community i like to know what's going on and like to have some kind of voice in that if you don't if if one per- if you're not involved someone else will be as they say in in the political arena's if you're not at the table you're on the menu
0: <laughs> oh, listen to you! <laughs> Speaking of politics, let's just real quick. Let's uh, let let's just do a quick uh, political segment. Is Donald Trump going to be our next president? Fucking oath. No. Yes. He'll be the nominee. He'll be the Republican nominee. He won't be the next president. You you feel confident about that? Oh yeah. Here's the thing. Listen, I'm obviously I uh, I'm on your side uh, as far as hoping that that's not the case. Well, but you I used think to be, they might have.
2: Now you're a slumlord. I very much doubt that. I believe in. I did go for to court.
0: Self interest,
2: and uh, if I was voting for self interest in your case, I'd be voting for Trump.
0: I have to say, I did go to court today on an eviction matter, and uh, it didn't occur to me. But like it's January, so like there's a new crop of judges. And you could tell the young lady that was running uh, the uh, the tenant landlord matters today. Like she took her oath in January, and in her mind, she's like, "This I am going to make a difference." Because she let every nut job <laughs> just spew their long, no punctuation manifestos all day. Like the first the first case up took. Twenty three minutes because this guy was nuts, and she just let him get all of his feelings out before doing what literally everybody knew was going to happen, which was being like, "So are you going to pay your rent? You're not going to pay your rent? Okay, well we're going to go ahead and award the eviction." But uh, downside of democracy—that's why everyone apparently wants a dictator. We need right of of course. It's it's that's what I'm saying. Tony's right. Let's just fucking stamp this down. People should not have their day in court if they don't agree with me. Uh, no, here's my I, – I feel as though the – and the, you would think that criminal charges would be a detriment to a presidential candidate. But I think it's working in his favor because finally, legally, he has to do what everyone has been telling him to do for fucking years, which is shut the fuck up. It don't go on – it's don't go, don't hold weird rallies. Don't go on every single show you can find like he's not ever, ever present like he used to be. And I think that's actually working in his favor is the fact that he's not out saying completely crazy stuff other than on that weird social media platform that nobody lists, like checks out.
2: The one that's going bankrupt.
0: Right. Of course, Because he's involved. So that's almost a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I don't know I'm just I'm I'm worried about it I have to uh I have to admit that I uh um I just you know I I'm Did you listen to did you listen to Stephen A Smith on Howard Stern this morning?
1: I did not. I was behind one episode. So I just finished okay. yesterday's episode today.
0: He he said something interesting and and other people have made this uh this you know this wasn't a completely original thought but uh, but it, he said that, you know, if the Democratic Party wants to be the, you know, the progressives, the party of progress, they have made a a, a, a bad they're in a bad spot where they have an old establishment person as essentially the lone the lone nominee. Granted, he's the incumbent, uh, but uh, it's if, if you're claiming to be we're the party of, of, of progress, this is not the guy that you want as the
1: as the fucking poster boy for progress. Sure, there's a point. I mean, if you look at, I mean, you can look at the his ideas and you know the 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 record he's as he's been president. He's way more progressive than people thought he was going to be um, going into 2020. But yeah, it was unfortunately, yeah, we've got two you know uh, septuagenarians you know running. I mean, it's <laughs> the same, but this isn't new. I mean, we you know the the last time from what the 98 we had. Clintons and Bushes were the only people, apparently, the only two families Agreed. president for 25 years. I agree. Years. So we have that issue as well. But as the no, political has totally
2: become more polarised, you've got a Democratic Party that's moved closer to the centre rather than embracing that polarisation. It
1: hasn't so, really worked. What, what hasn't worked?
2: Well, in the fact that considering how bad a nominee Trump should be, um, and how big a landslide this next election should be? The candidate that the party has chosen to go forward and actually contest this nomination isn't your most effective candidate because he is so close to the center, in my view.
1: Well, I mean, he absolutely he he absolutely is the most because we further left would not get more votes; he would get less. So, That's probably you're, true. He's actually you're true. Independents who will hold their nose and vote because they know that, however old. Joe Biden is, you know, that at least he believes in, you know, the Constitution for the most part. Uh, He believes in, you know, the kind of he's predictable and they know, um, you know, they kind of know what they're going to get.
2: Yeah. And they can. We don't
1: have have multiple parties, so we have two parties. So we're never going to have a far left party. Um, And so you you get that in local elections where they have a little more. But um, the way our system is, I mean, you guys have. Parliament, So you can have some far lefties, you can have some greens, you can have some, you know, far righties, some Nazis, and then they all kind of have to put enough votes together to, but we, our system is not designed for that and it won't work here.
2: No, so you just Under get Nazis and others at the moment.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. And you'd think that others would be the, would be the easy vote, but it's actually not the case. Sometimes no, Nazis, <laughs> they do Nazis go Nazis pres- predictable. They, they love white. Yes, yeah, they, they are fun I'm the right kind of they, are, they 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 are better they are better on Twitter. I'll give them that uh all right listen that's a, that's enough of that i'm just i'm I'm stressed out about it. I thought maybe you could shed some light on it
1: um but i mean there's never the but the idea that he wouldn't run again i mean' is like there's never been an incumbent president who hasn't except for Lyndon Johnson because we were in the middle of Vietnam, and that was the whole you know he actually law you know was losing some primaries and stuff like that so.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I suppose I suppose we'll see in
0: a very short amount of time. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's get into it. Listen, I know that you obviously were on with us with uh, with Spoon, but we haven't really uh, had a chance to just check in with you specifically uh, since the new year. Uh, how, how are things? What did you do for New Year's Eve? Uh, catch us up a little bit.
1: Uh, what did I do for New Year's Eve? Well, um, after our last like four days after our last conversation, um, my dad died.
0: Uh, yes, I did see that. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, so sorry, probably. but you know it's uh, it's funny because yeah, we had just talked about oh my gosh, the guy's sick, and then in a matter of days, it, uh, yeah. it suddenly so went. I spent my, my
1: Christmas cleaning out his trailer and all of that stuff, so that was fun.
0: Were you able Were you able to get there prior to him passing, or no,
1: no, no? Because okay. I, I had that conversation. What on Tuesday when I talked to you guys, and the doctor had said months or whatever, and then um. I had talked to, like, his his lady friends, and they were like, okay, well, you know, they were looking to find him a, 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 waiting for a bed to open at rehab and stuff like that. And my uncle from Montana came down. He came down on the Thursday. He was able to see him Friday. And then I was like, okay, well, once, you know, once Christmas is done and he has a room, let me, you know, like, and I have somewhere to, because everyone I know, like, most of my friends were out of town. So I was like, I didn't trying to figure out what to do with my dogs. And, and then literally Saturday morning, I got a call like at 6 a.m. from an unknown number, but it was in Merino Valley, which I know is where the hospital is. So I answered, and it was like the, basically the shift nurse just telling me that, you know, he would taken a turn overnight. It wasn't great. Mm. Um, and then literally 20 minutes later, called back and said, hey, if you have any family or friends, they need to get here now. And then 20 minutes later, called and said, yeah, he... Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so fuck. my uncle was on his way, like was, had gotten dressed and was on his way there when it happened. So I ended up going later that day, um, that Saturday morning, um, just threw the dogs in the car and, and I talked to his friend and she was like, well, are they, you know, cause he had dogs too, but they weren't like, they were kind of feral. They couldn't be inside. Cause she's like, yeah, they piss in my mm. head. I'm like, no, oh, my dogs are, my dogs are not, they're spoiled and trained and they're not going to be in your house. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's Probably crazy. So now, so I guess two questions. First question is obviously with a strained relationship with your dad. Um, how you know what what is that? What is that like? You know, when when you get that call and uh, you realize obviously that's an important person in your life who who mm-hmm. passed, but also hasn't been that present of a figure in your life. What are the sort of the conflicting feelings that go with getting that phone call?
1: Um. Just I mean. There's this, just the sad. I mean, there were good times, you know. I can remember, you know, you kind of remember the good times, and um, yeah. so. But then, yeah, then you just like, you know, you go through. I think the whatever the stages of grief. I think I went through them fairly quickly. It was like, yeah, I imagine uh, you probably got to yeah. acceptance fast. Yeah. So, um, but then it's like, okay, well, I got to figure. You know, then it's kind of the same thing when my grandma died. It was like, well, I got to figure out what to do with his body. So yeah, you know, there's some technical things because none of that was prearranged or we kind of had an idea because. Same thing that had uh, we did with my uncle. So I, I I found the place that this uh, um, kind of research place that you can donate the body to to science. Um, <laughs> yeah. Funny because I had just watched that John Oliver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I saw that too. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like, no, I mean I'm, I'm kind of like I don't know. He's dead. I don't, if you want to show him off at a Marriott marquee, you know. <laughs> I'm job, actually fine with it. Yeah. yeah I just I don't cat. think it's gross. You can case. do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. That's crazy. Yeah. And apparently they do what they do, and then in like six to eight weeks they cremate the rest and give that back to me for free. So I'm like, oh cool, I don't have to pay anything. Cool. Because I'm like, what's yeah, the opposite of an it. inheritance? Because that's what I got. Is now I
0: gotta pay. <laughs> for right. No, no <laughs> shit. Was there
1: um, was
0: there a sense of relief that you're not gonna get a weird call for money anymore? I'm sorry, that's a tacky question.
1: Um, it was kind of like when my uncle got there, you know, the first night we just kind of uh my uncle and his his friend, we just you know Kind of went through, got a, you know, case of Natty Lights, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just kind of reminisced a bit, told, you know, but I mean, my dad had burned every bridge that was available, so, um, sure. you know, that was, uh and then kind of, like, even, like, the woman, you know, he in exchange for living in her RV, he was supposed to, you know, do some yard maintenance and stuff like that, which I think he did, but then, like, she actually went into the RV after, and she's like, oh, my God, this thing is disgusting. Like, I don't think he ever cleaned anything, so he's kind of like a hoarder. Um, yeah, so that was so that was fun, like, the spending, you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas, you know, with gloves on and just kind of throwing stuff. You know, it was like, trash, donate. Uh, and I you did you find do anything my- cool? Well, I mean, I, I, I will say I my redneck inheritance, I've got... Guns, knives, and cast iron. So I'm like, I'm full on all of the. I have as much of that as I think I need. Um, That's great. So, yeah, I was like, and for some reason, I don't know. Um, I don't know if my dad was afraid of the dark, or but he had an unnatural like quantity of flashlights, of tactical flashlights, small flashlights, medium flashlights, big like. I'm like, I don't know why you need so much light. Yeah. <laughs> What's he up to? Where's he yeah. going? Yes. <laughs> So I'm done. I'm like, I don't think you're doing a lot of spelunking. I, I mean, I think most of the places you have have electricity. Um, so yeah, I was, but I did get a couple of cool, nice, like tactical flashlights where literally it's like one click and the fucking, I don't know how many lumens it is, but it lights up the whole fucking room. Nice. So I'm like, all oh, right. That, I can blind anyone who comes into my house and tries anything. I'm that's, just aim this them and fucking. It's um, actually a good move. But, but yeah, oh, and then well, like his dogs from attacking my dogs, like. Unfortunately, like, that's what we're still trying to figure that out, because he had two elderly. They were, like, brother and sister dogs and um, not particularly well cared for. So we're trying to find a no-kill shelter um, that they can go to, because his uh, ex, she's a uh, long-haul truck driver, so she's not around much. But then he has another one of his other previous uh, exes. She, like, they had some deal where she would come over and take care of the animals. So... So yeah, so so that there's some arrangement going on there. I'm still that's kind of one of the things that we're still working on. And he did have a he had a storage spot which I think she was going to go there and basically I don't think there's anything I need. So she's going to go there and kind of if she sees anything that looks personal, take a picture and send it to me. Otherwise, I'm like, "Well, look, you, you know, you got to you're going to have to get that RV cleaned." <laughs> um so I gave her some money and then I was like, "Well, here, you know, yeah, here's money for the you know, the storage unit and stuff like that, and whatever you can sell, you know, there's a bunch of tools and stuff, and I'm like, well, whatever you can sell, um, you know, go ahead and do that. We did find, like, I guess he had some broke-down pickup that the neighbor was going to buy for 450 bucks, so we were able to find the, the registrations. I did find, like, the important documents, which was basically, like, his high school diploma, pictures of me, and pictures uh-huh. of his dogs. So okay. I guess I figured uh-huh. out... You know where where I fit in on that?
0: <laughs> they weren't numbered like most important one, two, three. Because I would just I was just curious where you fell. Uh, no, that's listen. That's very sad. I'm sorry that that happened. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's a rough way to that's a rough way to spend the holidays. Yeah. Were were you able to have any fun? Did you get back in town and have any yeah, joy, or I just
1: kind of? I think I came back um, on Christmas, late Christmas night or whatever. Um, my, you know, well, I it was ruined just because the San Francisco 49ers played like shit. And that was my fantasy football championship. And I had Purdy in the San Francisco defense. So mm-hmm. I kind of looked at that on series I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, the whole season, you have to shit the bed on this day. Um, I was playing Aquaman in the finals of that one. And the one uh, my dogs are fighting outside. So, um, After you bragged about how well trained they are. It's bad luck. They're wrestling. It's that time. They've been locked up all, you know, or one of them has been in his pen most of the day. So, um, now it's time to play. They just, they've Mm. eaten so there. But, yeah, so, so, yeah, what did I, I ended up doing, like, um, went to some friend's house down in the southwest. They had um, Fourth of, or Fourth of July, uh, New Year's over there. And it it was supposed to be, like, oh, we're going to do the New York, you know, we're going to watch the 9 o'clock thing, and then everyone will be done. But then it ended up, kind of got extended. People, you know, we're having some drinks and stuff like that, so. So it's fun. I ended up, you know, uh, crashing on their extra bed for a couple of hours until I was able to drive home. So it was a fun night. Look at you
0: sleeping <laughs> on a bed till you're ready to drive home. No more closets or, or cars for this guy. No, He's no, bougie I, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, good. Uh, listen, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you had a little bit of fun. Obviously, it's uh, you know, that's a it's a fucked up. That's a fucked up situation at any time. Worse, worse around the holidays. So uh, we're uh, we're all very, very sorry. To hear of the loss, um, but uh, but yeah, let's listen. Let's get into some kind of let's kind of do a, an elongated Vegas news because I've got some Vegas stuff as well. Uh, what do you want to start? If uh, if we're talking Vegas, where do you want to start?
1: Um, let's see. Well, I, uh, we did a uh, oh we did have a nice um, wild card weekend with Rick and Reston. He came out um, and ended up coming out, you know, for his ninth uh, farewell to the Mirage. Mm, yeah he keeps he loves that spot that's his that's his joint man and uh yeah he keeps so, on
0: fucking trucking along good for him
1: yeah we, and we did have to kind of reorganize everything because we had like some couches reserved for the saturday then they then we found out the mirage before well, then they moved that buffalo game so they're like okay well what are we going right. to do and then they found out the mirage was not going to have that peacock game so
0: oh what The entire hotel, there was not going to, in the entire casino, they were not playing the the, the game that was on Peacock. That's a hard stance to take.
1: Wow. So we ended up going, we ended up going to our friend who hosts our normal Sunday football. So I had actually, because we had a little chat going on about, does anyone have Peacock? And then I had signed up for it. um, I think on January, yeah, I think on the first or second, because I was, kind of just wanting to watch some stupid TV. And I've been hearing all about, um, you know, Stern talk about Equalizer. So I wanted to watch one, two, and three. And, of course, they're on three fucking different streaming channels. So I had to end up getting Peacock to watch one of them. So I'm like, well, I already have it. I have it for a month. So let's go ahead and use it. We'll get two things out of it. Then I'll cancel. Yeah. So I'm like, I already have it. So we can log into it when I get there. Um, But... uh, yeah, that was, so that and then we ended up so we ended up moving it to the Sunday where we had the couch. Um, and then they moved that morning game so which was kind of good because I don't think we needed like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. of, you know, unlimited drinking. Uh so it was good that it started, you know, we started just at the afternoon game <laughs> mm-hmm. and then went to the evening game cuz that I ended up I, that, I I did Uber home. Uh I took a or I took I took a lift there and back. I do not remember um Getting
2: home.
1: Yeah. yeah. I looked I looked the next day. I'm like, oh I did. There is a Uber receipt a lift receipt here, so I did take that from Mirage home. Well, that's um, good, I guess. Yeah, I was like at ten thirty. I'm like, uh I know remember I did after after we after the games were over, we did I remember I did go we played some uh video poker at the, the circle bar there, which is you know, train fan famous. You know, that circle bar we played from sure. there and then some point which also, you know, my condolences to him and his family, his brother in law, the one who came out with him a lot. For that over the years and who had had some Oh, uh, Dennis, no the other one Mark what, okay,
0: yeah so he he had he had
1: brain uh, he had he had a brain cancer a couple of years ago and was in remission apparently you know just found out that he he succumbed to that eventually so, already um, hear that another, yeah I was like man there's like too many people in the TAI circle you know it's like we're getting old and all these
0: we're, we're, yeah we're we're at an age where it's gonna like it's still. It's still young, like it's a tragedy when they pass away, but they're gonna start passing away. <laughs> so
1: So yeah, so the um but yeah, so we you know, we had the we had a good day there watching those games and um yeah, then I kind of suffered. I was like, Oh, reminding me of my mom. I was yeah, worthless the day after that. That was that Monday day. I'm like, Yeah, I'm not going anywhere, I can't really function right now so luckily i don't have kids or anything like that so that was easy enough
0: oh so you but you missed out on a you missed out on an extra mooch because there were two more there were two more games that day
1: yes so and i'm sorry for your
0: loss i'm sorry for your loss again
1: um so oh one thing I, i was gonna talk about last time but uh we got sidetracked is I did so. There's a new scam running at um, Sapphire. Uh, oh, I, when, when Mrs. Sadie Breeze was here, she had a friend who had never been to a strip club, so they wanted. So we we'd had dinner or and wanted to go to the strip club, and I was like, "Well, I mean, I think then it was like 7:30. I'm like, this is way early to go to the strip club, so we're not, you're not going to get the right experience. I'm like, we really should go after after 10 or something like that. But then, basically, that about 8:30, they're like, "We want to go." I'm like, all right. I mean, I'll drive. So, so we we so we went over to Sapphire and walked in, and they haven't. So apparently since, um, I don't know if it was the first of the year, sometime in the last couple of months, it's now $50 a person to get in. Get the fuck out of here. Whether you, so I'm like, whoa, 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 what, I'm sorry, how much? And this, so I had two women and myself, and they're like, $50 each, And I'm like, well, I drove, you know, you know. I'm local. I drove. We didn't pay. And they're like, oh, okay, well, then it's 25. Because she's like, do you have a reservation? And I said, no. And then this is, mind you, it's 8 30 p.m. And I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, what does it require to get a reservation? She's like, well, you got to call ahead and blah, blah. And I'm like, so if I walk out the front door and make a phone call <laughs> and make a reservation, are you telling me that it would be free? And she was very friendly. She's like, just kind of like, like the, um, like, shaking her head no, but saying yes, you <laughs> know, saying no. Mm-hmm. So I literally walked out the front door and said, yes, you know, can I get a reservation for three? Um, I'll be driving, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, okay, you're all checked in. And then I went in and gave her my name. She's like, okay, that's. <laughs> so, so wait a
0: minute. So if you make a reservation, but, but if you make a reservation, does it like, are you, do
1: you have to pay for a table or yeah. anything? Or... Nope. No cost. Just a, we're going to get you sucker move. Yeah. Um, wow. What a uh, dick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I was just like, yeah, that, I'm like, okay. So if, there's literally no one here. If I just walk outside and go make a, she's like, hmm, I, 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 that would be an interest. <laughs> so she she was very nice. So we gave her that little extra tip for that. Uh, and then I wanted to share that with everyone. Yeah. So if if you're away, like they'll they'll still do the, the free limo, you know, if you're like staying at the hotels or something. But if you, you know, literally, yeah, you just have to call and make a reservation, and then they let you, um, let you in. And it was kind. It was so like. So we walk in and they only, at that time, because there wasn't enough, there was, they only had the hat, one's half open and literally there mm-hmm. were, I no less than 25 girls sitting in chairs on their phones.
2: Oh, that that's always a good sign when you have that many girls on their phones.
1: Um. Yeah. So we walked in and there were literally like 25 girls all sitting in chairs on their phones. <laughs> it was, I was like, "This is what millennial strippers are like." <laughs> exactly. What
0: I need—that's I need like that hungry Gen X stripper that needs my business. Make me fall in love with you. <laughs> you can't. You can't be texting and be like, "Oh, do you want to dance?" Ugh. Yeah, I was no, literally like that. And not.
1: there was a, there was one girl dancing on the stage, and she was literally had the biggest like crazy fake boobs. And I was like like I couldn't. I'm listening.
0: But go
1: ahead. She's probably like five four. But she just literally there was no life in her eyes. It was I was (laughs) so I was like, I'm sorry, this is not the best experience of you know of oh and the the lap dances. Oh here's the new the lap dances are forty dollars a dance now or three for a hundred. This
0: is crazy. I don't like anything you're saying right now. This (laughs) is really souring me on this
1: experience. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of bullshit. Um, so yeah, I just wanted, you know, I wanted to in- inform everyone, of, like kind of uh, what scam well, was being run. Here. Well, let
0: me just tell you, I, I have a feeling. I don't know this for sure, but I have a feeling that after this show comes out within about four hours, there is going to be a lengthy post from Bob, not oh, yeah. in Vegas. And he is going to. First of all, you're in trouble. You've said something wrong here, and he is going to tell you about how to do it right. And it's going to start with your evening has to begin at two in the morning, which means I'm out right, right yeah. out of the gate. I can't. Uh, yeah, this, this, this. Any future advice is worthless to me. But, uh, but yeah, everything you just said made me mad, and it's not what I. That's not what I remember my experience as being.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was very, very uh, disappointing. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I just wanted to share that. and So what, what, uh, what things did you have in, in mind? Well,
0: I know that last time you had mentioned that you had gone to the, uh, to the new Durango. So I kind of wanted to, to get your take on the Durango station, talk a little bit about my, uh, my experience. Uh, uh, look, you go first. Tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about like how you ended up there and, uh, and what your, what your thoughts were.
1: Yeah, we went on New Year's Day on the morning to have brunch and watch the Golden Knights game, and we were at we ended up getting a table at the George, which is their um, sports book, uh, sports bar, restaurant, and stuff like that. It's, it's very nice, indoor, outdoor. Um, you know, it's got uh, you know, there's cornhole and stuff outside, and nice screens you know, everywhere. S-
0: side note: Do you know who performed at the George on New Year's Eve?
1: I do not.
0: I happen to know, and I'm a little bit upset because I maybe I just should, should have packed everybody in the car and we could have they were performed outside. I could listen for free. But the Dan Band, is everybody familiar with the Dan Band? Uh, they are the band in uh, the movie Old School. They've been oh. in a couple movies, but old school, That, that the, the wedding singers that that's, yeah. that curse in the middle of some it's, it's uh, They're so good. It's so funny. But anyway, that's who was performing at the George on New Year's Eve outside. And apparently, yeah, if you just felt like standing on the sidewalk, you could have just gotten the concert for free. Anyway, that was just a weird side note. Uh, go ahead. So you hung out at the George.
1: Yeah, so we did that, and then we uh, walked – oh, I – because I, I had to go to the sports book because, I don't know, like stations just switched their – uh mobile and apparently like all your bets if you had any futures bets they all went away mm. like they weren't on the app anymore because I had a Raiders over six and a half for the season and by then they had already hit that so basically I, I had to go and go to and they're like oh yeah it's there so they basically printed me out a copy of my bet and said you know, the money should be there you know after you know the Tuesday after the end of week 18 uh so uh but yeah, so yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, I know I had a bet here, uh, but so yeah, it, it got resolved, so the money got in there. But yeah, it was it was they didn't carry that any of that stuff over. From what I hear, I guess the the back end company they were using went out of business, so they kind of had to jump to a new uh, new provider uh, fairly quickly. Um, and then we walked around. Then we did a kind of a circle around um, around the casino. It's very not, It's cool. I mean, it's very beautiful. Um, it's just a big square you know there's no may you know it's just one big kind of square on the one end like i guess what is at the south end lots of light you know big giant windows so it's like a rare casino where yeah you
0: know, that's uh know. that's what i was gonna that's what i was gonna ask you a lot's been made of that the fact that like most casinos do the opposite of that they want as little natural light as possible so they can control the entire environment you don't fully unknown if it's night or day or what's going on uh but yeah they've gone another route like it's literally floor to ceiling windows uh you know around sort of the uh you know all the entrances and stuff like that what what do you what do you make of that
1: i I think they're definitely i mean if you look kind of their you know their market is local so they're you know i think they're getting the people in for the restaurants. They're, you know, obviously over the last, you know, 10, 20 years, casinos have made more and more money from the food and beverage and the other offerings than they have from, you know, you know, from gambling. That's now, like, less than 50% of, you know, where their money comes from. So, they're like, the outside yeah. area, the pool area and stuff looks really nice. They're, like, the one bar they have at the end. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's – I think that's kind of an old school, especially because there's casinos everywhere now, so – you know, yeah. they I think they want people to feel better about coming in rather than feeling sh- as much shame. and. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. And then they also, well, you know, once Vegas has one good, you know, somebody had does an idea. And as we've learned over the last, you know, 20 years, once someone does it now, everyone does it. So their thing uh-huh. is like everyone else is net. instead of a food court, they have a food hall. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and that's I, I wanted to
0: mention that. So I, I went on, I think it was a. Th- Thursday or Friday, uh, I I went for lunch, right? So early afternoon, uh, and uh, met Griffin Kelly there. And we're, I go into the parking lot, and I'm able to park pretty close to the entrance. And I'm like, okay, there's actually not a lot of people here. Every single person that was in that casino was in the fucking food hall. Yeah. All of the different food halls had huge ass lines. There was not every table was open. (laughs) Nobody gave a shit. Uh, You know, the George was empty, but every single place at that food hall ended up having huge lines. I ended up going to the sandwich place. It wasn't too bad of a wait. Got an Italian sandwich. Griff had this in his mind that he wanted to, have a like a hawaiian lunch plate because there's a hawaiian spot there he could have gotten it faster if he boarded a flight on hawaiian airlines flew there and came back i ate my whole sandwich and then had to sit there and as soon as he sat down with his plate i was like yeah i gotta go dude sorry i got i gotta pick up kids from school but uh it's been nice nice seeing you uh it is Yeah, it is incredibly, that food hall is crazy popular right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Stations is known, like most of them, it's the, you know, they have the Capriati's, they have the Fat Burger, Mm -hmm. they have, you know, Panda Express, you know, they got their kind of tea leaf and whatever. uh, They've got their things. This one is a whole, like, they brought in, like, Irv's Burgers, which is out of L.A., and that line's, like, an hour long. And I'm like, it's a burger. I'm not standing in line for any of this shit um they have like a pizza place which i've heard is like underwhelming uh but it's supposed to be some new york pizza place or something like that they've got the italian the noodle the Xiang, which is the noodle place you could just drive to the one on flamingo the original it's much that i'm i'm sure the same thing there's drive eat there there. drive home and it wouldn't you still be in line yeah, there's one at uh,
0: there's one on Silverado Ranch close to my house. It's the best. Yeah. No one's ever there. It's really good. Same hand pulled
1: noodles. Uh, everything's delicious. Zero weight. I agree with you. Yeah. So that's the I'm like, okay, well, and you know, like, but they've done like at Aria, you know, they converted their buffet into a food court or a food hall, and then oh, well, I didn't know food. that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know that's the big thing. You know, obviously, resorts world they have their big international food hall. I think Fond and Blue mm-hmm. has a food hall, but that's all. And so who was uh, was it? I think even Boulder Station might have converted their food court into a food hall. Yeah, they,
0: they might Ch- have Ch- called Ch- it. The, no, Ch- they're Ch- calling it a food hall, but it's <laughs> it's a food court.
2: This is what I wanted to ask: What is the difference between a food hall and a food court, other than the name?
0: That's a great. That's a great question. I will say this: Boulder Station. I, I go to the Boulder Station often because it's the closest casino to my work, and I have a problem. <laughs> uh, but. For the most part, it is a food court. There's a Panda Express. There's a Wingstop. There's a Capriati's. I will say there is a taco place in there that is insanely legit. Uh, they make everything from from scratch, tort- tortillas from scratch. They're clearly there all night, like braising meats. It they, they don't deserve it in that place. It's one of the five best tacos probably in Las Vegas, and it's in the fucking Boulder Station. But make no mistake, they can call it what they like it is not a food hall It is a food court with one exceptional place in it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, well, they like, you know, food courts usually are just like, you know, one big, like open space and they're all against the wall and they got their little counters. These have like kind of semi restaurants. Like they have different decoration, like they'll have a faux brick wall in front of the, you know, the pizza place. So it looks like New York and the Asian restaurant has indoor outdoor seating and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just a kind of, yeah, elevated, you know, it's, and they're not just the same chains they use in other places. So but there's court. usually some headline, like here they have herbs, what they brought from LA and, you know, like at block 16 at, um, you know, at uh, Cosmopolitan, they brought Hattie B's, which is the hot chicken from Carolina or wherever the hell that's right. from. Yeah. So, so they have their are trying to get like, rid indi- of the
2: baggage with food court, but it is the same thing.
1: Yeah. So it's not hot dog on a stick. It's three times the price, four times the price. There and it that is. Sort of thing yeah. is like, you're not getting out of there for less than $20 for anything.
0: Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. But I, I will say overall, it was kind of a, it was, it was a cool vibe. I would go back, but I agree with you. Like I kind of wanted a Nerves burger. They looked really good, but the line was insane. And that was at two, whatever, one o'clock on a Friday. I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like doing, doing yeah. this. I just want to eat lunch move <laughs> on with my day. So yeah, yeah. They uh, may, maybe it'll calm down. I also like that uh, stations has taken a very hard line in that they're like we're just gonna keep our old shitty properties and call them stations, right. but all the new ones are just gonna have their own names: Green Valley, Red Rock, Durango. We're like delight- we're not really like them. Like we're related, but we're not related. Related. Uh, I kind of actually like that because they're not wrong. Everything with the word station after it's kind of fucked up.
1: Yeah, well, then they've got their wildfires. Like they just put the new one on Fremont, and you know uh, where mm. it turns into Boulder High, like Fremont Boulder Highway um, across from that Lowe's. They then you know there's the one on Rancho. Um, yeah, so they, then they've got the you know the wildfires too, which are basically just come in. It's like a you know glorified doties. Yeah, um, they, but they do it have is a little bit dark. And stuff like that, and that supposedly that part is coming to Durango. They will build a second. Um, area that has because typically you know that's what they're known for is having a bowling alley a movie theater right. that kind of stuff but you know probably not a movie theater because those are going you know out of out of fashion <laughs> like the bend was supposed to have a movie theater now they're making like an indoor pickleball like high-end drinking pickleball you know facility like five years ago i would have said that's
2: nonsense but i think pickleball is a better investment and a more investment. choice I than agree. movie
1: theaters yeah i agree and Although the, old the, people well, seem to do both. so If they were smart, they'd also put a quick care right there at the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you sprain your hip, you can walk over to the quick care. That is a smart I, idea. I heard the injuries related to pickleball are skyrocketing.
0: Hey, oh, by the way, this is uh, on a side note. Uh, uh, Main Street Haitian on the Discord posted something. He posted a couple of interesting things. The first was he thought that we should do go karting. For uh, for Tycon, if uh, if we can get that Tycon up. and he specifically like said, this is something Tony could do. And I'm like, is it uh, Tony? Are you would you be able to do like like go? He, he claims that these go karts that he went to are like le- super legit, uh, you know, 40 miles an hour on the straightaways, you know, intense G forces similar to F1 on the turns and. And he's like, Tony could do it. I'm like, I don't know that Tony could do it. Is that something that you would be, that if you could can, do?
2: If they can find a way to cram in and out of those things. Yeah,
0: fine. Yes. Like, I, I almost said yes. I almost said yes. Exactly. I'm for it because like I've seen our fan base and just to see the heft getting in and out of a cart, to me, that sounds like worth the price of admission. He also made another follow-up thing. He's like, "You know, Brian, if you want, like you could just leave it up to us. We'll we'll plan and book everything and then just let you know what's happening and you can show up wherever you want." And I got to tell you, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I am pro that idea. I am pushing for us to get a date on the books and then just turn it over and then i can be like the panda at the zoo you can fucking that used to be troy's thing like maybe you'll see troy maybe not he's not going to do everything i want i want that to be my vibe now that i'm in my mid 40s you guys plan it you tell me what's available maybe i'll show up maybe not and can i tell you something whether i'm there or not makes no difference i will not add or take away to any fun it's like i'm uh, it's like i'm not even there uh, so I think that's a wonderful idea, something to something to really consider.
1: Oh yeah, I um, did, uh, I, oh, during that, I forgot, like, during that, uh, the holiday, coming back from Christmas, I forgot, uh, Callum and his wife were here, we did hang out, we went to, you know, uh, got a couple mooches in there, we went to, you um, well know, Poblano, we also went to that new Super Freako at the Cosmopolitan, mm. um, very interesting, you know, it's run by the same people who do Absinthe and Opium and all of that, so um that kind of stuff so it's a very like uh they their thing you know it's all this weird kind of art and like they had this guy um they their big thing was stretching like bring uh handmade mozzarella like they have a like a, instead of a you know uh, a caesar salad station they come to you and they stretch it and they move it around and then they give you all stop you know, it yeah so that was their thing was mozzarella um they also had like weird like performers coming through. Like they had some guy walking through that sat next to me, like in a full like raven outfit with big like black head and beak. Um, no, I don't like that. They had the fish of the day, which was literally this guy pushing around a mermaid on a cart, that they were saying was their get <laughs> of the day. Yeah, it was very. It was an interesting, interesting place. No so, thanks. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrible. uh it's a little too it's a little too quirky it's a little too quirky like meeting with main street he was here with his family and they're they're considering making a move to uh to las vegas
0: and so Mm. we had
1: a real estate discussion and like a wants needs kind of market analysis that we went through at uh now
0: here's the question are you saying that because that's actually what happened, or is this like you just want it documented for tax purposes that you had a no? Never mind, you wouldn't have paid for I it. For um, so, so yeah, never mind. Now yeah, that sounds that sounds legit. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? As, while we're talking about going to different places, before I forget, I went to uh, I went to the Sahara a couple of weeks ago, and it okay. was literally I I don't think I had been to the Sahara since it turned back into the Sahara from yeah. the SLS. It was my first time there. Uh, they have a a locals steak special on Tuesdays. So Griffin oh. hit me up. He's like, "Hey, you feel like you know you wanna you wanna go here and grab something?" I'm like, "It's fine with me, but you know I live a life that's early, so it's got to be fucking early." So we met there at five. We met there at four thirty. Lost Jesus some money Christ. playing blackjack, and then and then went there at five right when they opened. And I got to tell you, so they have a, their happy hour special. It, oh, excuse me, their local special is similar to what they do at Herbs and Rye, which is half off their steaks, okay, which is great. But then we also, because we got there so fucking early, we just went and sat at the bar, and we also got their happy hour special. It was a <laughs> real fucking, like, like lame-ass old person Las Vegas move, but I loved it. Uh, it is probably, I'm going to put it up in the top five steaks, I've ever had. We got the New That's York cool. strips. It was perfect. Uh and and yeah, we only had to pay half price for it. Delicious. Uh the the because we were the one of only four people in the entire restaurant, the bartender was trying out different like concoctions at the bar. We ended up getting a mar, like a a tomato vodka infused fucking martini. Uh and uh anyway, long story short, uh, I was at Bala by the way. Bala at uh Okay. at at uh, at, but I have to say from a local standpoint, uh, again, I hadn't been there in in years, but it's easy to get in and out of. Yeah. The deals were fucking great. The food was phenomenal. And I mean, it you know, as an old school like degenerate, I kind of miss the dankness of the old (laughs) Sahara. (laughs) But it's also funny when you walk when you when you did, you know spend time at the old Sahara and you walk through, it feels the same, but just kind of shiny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I have to say it was a, it was a really, it was, I really enjoyed it. And I am considering by the way, uh, it, the, the Tycon 24 poker tournament to take place at the Sahara. They have a, they have nice. a poker room. It is, it's a nice room. It is not particularly crowded. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I have that, uh, on, on my hot list as, uh, as the place to run the uh the, the, the TyCon twenty twenty four poker tournament.
2: Now will we have to provide our own sandwiches during the first break.
0: I am afraid so yeah it's oh. listen, it's it's a different world. COVID really fucked up the sandwich game for everybody. <laughs> the make your own sandwich bar. By the way, that might have been where COVID came from was yeah. that was, was that make your own sandwich bar at the Sahara poker tournament. That thing was fucking gross.
1: Yeah. And the pizza or the pizzas yeah, anything there? That, yeah, that was that was quite the quite the show. Was of people just sport and jumping on that food. Um, a lot of fingers being used. A
0: lot of fingers, not a lot of tongs being used at the Sahara buffet. Yeah.
1: but one I still haven't been to, and I should probably we should probably go before it's closed. <laughs> is the Fountain Blue? Yeah, out, like their fifth executive has left. Like since they open, like two before they even opened, and three have like mutually parted ways they're gone to spend time with their family um so it seems like and that place is uh um really uh, struggling to find its footing uh find who's audience is uh, i think you know I've, I've from everyone i've heard it's incredibly beautiful but that's about everyone goes and looks at it takes a few pictures and then goes somewhere else to enjoy themselves
0: here's you know it's, it's so interesting that you said who is their audience so uh on new year's eve Downtown, there were two different concerts going on, right. okay? There was a, a headlining one concert was Third Eye Blind, which, as everybody knows, is right in my wheel of, yeah. uh, of concerts to go to. And then on the other con- the other stage, let's call it the Urban Stage, there was Tone Loke, Black Street. Kid and Play were supposed to be there and, like, I guess, backed out at the last minute, replaced by Color Me Bad. I Which I mean. don't know how I don't know, I don't know how that's a replacement, but uh, uh, but anyway, so uh, I was kind of bummed out. obviously, I'm you know, I'm at an age and and a, and a crankiness level that I'm not gonna go downtown, but I'm like, I'm kind of bummed out because i I like third eye blind as a band. I would totally have gone to see them. so I hear uh, I'm listening, I listen to the pop rock station on um Sirius XM yeah, okay. uh, yeah and. They had an interview with the lead singer of Third Eye Blind, and he talked about how they're going on tour to celebrate their 30th anniversary, whatever, of their their big album. And I'm like, okay, I'd go see them. So I went to look it up. I'm like, hey, maybe you – know, are they coming through Vegas or somewhere close by? They are coming through Vegas. But the fountain Blue. Wow. Now – I don't know how that's a fit at all. Who are you trying to attract? High end clientele or people that go to see the free concerts on Fremont Street? Because those are two different people. You can't have the same band.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely an interesting. um, And well, I don't know if he's like. So they had some controversy when they opened. Um, So you know they had Justin Timberlake like performed when they. And you know they had this very exclusive, you know, we don't want any you local. It was basically we're importing all the stars. We don't want anyone who lives right. here to actually go to this. You know, it's like the parking garage was closed until two a.m. The they wouldn't weren't letting Uber and Lyft stop there. They hired all these like models. They had Paul Anka and Justin Timberlake. Like they Paul Anka. The, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, they rolled the first dice, and then uh, Justin Timberlake apparently. He and his wife at the end of the evening tweeted something about, you know, oh what a wonderful line or something like that, and then everyone noticed that the carpet was not from the fountain blue, that it was from the wind. Oh shit! They weren't even staying there. That's hilarious. And the wind put something snarky about, well, even even the best nights end up at the wind. <laughs> 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 like, I guess that lasted a couple hours overnight, and then apparently Justin and Timberlake's people asked that they re- quietly remove that tweet. Um, because it was causing a little bit of a um, a kerfluffle, as they say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, uh, it's I, I'm not sure. Like there was something I know someone was someone had said something about. You know they'd been there for I don't know if it was a Friday night or something, um, and they were there said, hey, how much to sit at the sports book? And you know they're like, oh, it's a fifty dollars spend or something like that. And he's like, okay, cool. So we had you know, a couple drink or a drink in it for whatever. And then the next day he's like, oh well, if we want to come back tomorrow. I think this was the first day of the, you know, or maybe the the uh, wild card weekend. It was like, how, if we want to come back, and he's like, they're like, oh, it's two thousand dollars for the couch <laughs> plus you have, and then you have to spend a thousand. So that wasn't even the normal where oh you spend it was like you got to pay then spend. So I think it was three thousand dollars, and he literally said, he looked around, there was no one there. So of course, I, that's
0: they, fucking crazy. They don't
1: really, yeah. I I think they just can't uh quite no uh but you know what you know who owns it is a Koch brothers so i don't care how much money they lose yeah let them lose some money i'm i'm not <laughs> mad about that good work yeah so okay. but yeah so uh, there and i guess we get the um uh as you know if you're a local the at uh, the f1 nightmare continues as a, so this weekend they're mm. finally taking down the bridge over flamingo so i think that's finally the last um the last F1-related construction project. So I think that's starting this weekend and going through the middle of the week or till next week. So they're trying no, no, to get no. that done before the Super Bowl gets here.
2: Yeah, and then directly mm-hmm. after the Super Bowl, that'll be reinstalled so they can start construction work on the again in next year. Yeah,
1: yeah you're actually um, probably not wrong about that. Mm. Well, the funny thing was, so on January 3rd, they did shut down Las Vegas Boulevard again in front of the Bellagio to put up the stage for the Super Bowl. Fucking Pelagios just getting their
0: asses kicked by this. Trees gone, stands up stage now. I mean, I
1: guess it's cool in theory, but ugh. Trees are back, so I was there. Yeah. Um, I think the morning I was meeting Callum, so I I took a walk down there. So the trees are back. They put them kind of in every other space, um, and they're actually a, a species of tree that can live in an environment unlike the pine trees that were there before, which were not the right tree. Um, but there was one of the, one of the Vegas bloggers. He, you know, is like he tweeted. So then I, I was like noted this because it's the dumbest thing I've heard. Like, because they were tweeting about the Super Bowl thing, and they're like, Las Vegas isn't a backdrop. And I was just like, Of course it is. Yeah, oh, no, and, and absolutely it's, it's, it's is. The <laughs> definition of what it is. Why it was. It's why the Bellagio fountain was built. It is right. a backdrop. <laughs> I agree, hundred percent. So fucking stupid. So that's the stuff. Even when I when I see the issues there are, it's like when that stuff get, it just, you know, chaps my hide, as they say. But they they did make a good move, and they hired um, Betsy Fretwell as their new CEO COO, and she was the long time. She was, I um, think she was in, she was on the board of the um, Las Vegas or uh, a uh, year old stomping grounds, the Las Vegas Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I, never the
0: I know who she is. I've met her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's a longtime city manager of the city of Las Vegas who just retired. So I think they've made a, a good move in hiring someone local who knows, you know, kind of how to massage things here, who, you know, um, to get, you know, to step their PR up and kind of make uh, a little more, uh, you know, friendlier to the locals. So I, I think that was I do commend them for making that good that hire. She knows her stuff, too, so she's very smart. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know if you've seen this. So they – I forget how many square feet it is. It's something like 20,000 square feet. So they're opening a new – they're calling the Play Playground at the Luxor. So upstairs, like where the Titanic, Titanic – and the bodies, all that stuff is up in that weird mm-hmm. little mezzanine that look, always looks so creepy yeah, yeah, yeah. up there. So it's yeah. basically – and it's an adult playground where it's basically all those kind of survivor type challenges with drinking. Um, okay, so sure you got me on that. So it could be interesting. So I definitely, I put that. I was like, that would definitely be a possible. That's a favorite. possible
0: tycon event. Yeah. Uh, you, we, we, we go into teams yeah. and possibly run through there. All right, yeah, jot that down, Haitian. I, uh, yeah, I don't have a pen, but you got it right. Uh, so I, I do like that idea as a, as a potential Tycon kind of event drinking and uh, yeah. And, and sort of
1: adult game skills challenge hammy And then someone's going to be drunk and throw up on, <laughs> on the game you know, something like yeah. that. that that instead of wiffle ball. That's good.
0: Yeah. We'll just get hurt a different way.
1: Yeah. And then, I mean, no, I think, well, I mean, depend on, I don't think it's gonna be open this year. We definitely, you know, we have to throw in that. Um, I think we could look at the atomic golf, which is supposed to be opening next, like I think in the first quarter of this year, um, down by the stratosphere. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think we could definitely have some. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm okay with these kind of adult playground kind of things because I, I think yeah, under yeah. twenty-one is not allowed at that, um, at that playground at Luxor. Oh, speaking of this, I know. Have you? Oh, oh, you're on the other side of town now. I was like, so they opened a new David Buster's in Henderson, mm-hmm. and. It is the saddest Dave and Busters I've ever seen. Like, we went and watched the national championship game there, and it's literally what? like. <laughs> what are you doing at a Dave and Busters, phobes? You're almost 50. What do you. T- you don't have
0: any business to be at a Dave and
1: Busters. Well, they have the huge bar there, and they had, like, screens everywhere. And one of our friends was like, hey, we went there last weekend to watch football, and, you know, it's a good place. They had good, you know, happy hour offerings and stuff like that. So we usually go to Barley on <laughs> sunset. It's a different um, vibe, but yeah. <laughs> so we're like, okay, well, we'll try it. But literally, so, I mean, the place is, it's it's, it's not like, it doesn't have the pool tables. It doesn't have any of the kind of the adult stuff that some of the bigger Dave & Buster's has. It's just, it's kind of just a big, half of it is probably their bar and restaurant, and then the other half is, you know, kids games. But really, like, because I was sitting, I didn't go, you know, until I had to go pee, I didn't walk through it. But they have mirrors on one side, so I literally it was optical illusion. I'm like, oh, this place. And then I walked through. And I'm like, it's not any bigger than the game zone at stations. Yikes. And they had two fully armed. Like, we were just laughing. And we, we got some side. And, like, well, the guy literally asked us. He's like, whoa, what's up? They're two fully armed security guards. One of the guys we counted, <laughs> he had nine clips. This fucking Christ! What does he think is going to happen at a Dave and Buster's? Yeah, and because when we first got there, there was one sitting there, like he was. I think he was like taking because we were kind of kitty corner from the kitchen door, and he was slurping on like a Fanta or something. Because He had a big orange drink, and but he's got full tactical gear. And at first, I was like, okay, this is kind of overkill. Um, this is stupid. And then I saw a second one, and I was like, wait, there's two of them. They're paying to work here. And literally, like one person, you can see the. whole – And then when I when I did the little walkabout, I was like, you can see the entire place. I don't think you need two of these I mean, armed guards. And, yeah, and I never get you know. It's like if I'm a c- criminal, for one, the criminal's always going to have the jump. They're going to because they know what they're doing. So they're going to have the right. element of surprise. And the first thing I'm going to do is shoot those two guys. Then I'll go create havoc. And mayhem. Well, and also, and this is the
0: same this is the same thing I've always said about people who say they want to arm teachers, maybe more guns around a bunch of children who don't know how to act. In in a in a like an emergency situation, it's not a great idea. I don't know. You, you need a guy with nine clips. What's what is he going to do with those? If you if you have nine clips, you are gonna shoot a child, a hundred percent. In an arcade, if you open fire, you're shooting a kid.
1: That's definitely happening. Yeah, because you obviously can't shoot your target because you need to unload and reload that right. <laughs> the center mass with the first bullet. Right.
0: It's ridiculous. Uh, all right. Listen, the, the Vegas is a nightmare. Uh, all right. And any last words, Phobes, or are we, uh, do you think we got it? I think that's all I got, unless
1: you had anything else.
0: No, I think I'm good. Uh, everybody, we appreciate you listening. Uh, Tycon 24 seems to be uh, really coming together as more of a reality. Tony, I think uh, uh, we just got to figure out what else we need in uh, in the form of, uh, of uh, investments. I won't say donations. I'm going to say investments. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, see how we can get you here so we can lock in some dates. Cause I think this is going to be a fun, I think this could potentially be a lot of fun, uh, coming up, uh, this fall. So, uh, keep your ideas coming. Also, you know, listen, you, you want some donation. If you're interested in donating, reach out to us. We, uh, uh, we, we have the means for, uh, for you to, to make a little donation as well. Uh, all right, I, uh, I, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, Tony, any parting words?
2: Oh, I hope I didn't speak too much for the Main Street Haitian. That's all. I tried to limit my words this week. It's one week. I can't promise the same <laughs> next week.
0: The mute button was in effect, and I think that's actually probably going to get a couple bucks out of the Haitian towards your flight fund. Uh, and then, of uh, of course, mophobes parting words. Nice catch, sir. Nice catch. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Hit us up on the Discord. Bye.